Wednesday the 10th of April 2019 from London. I'm Alec Hogg and here's your Biz News Flash Briefing. The International Monetary Fund yesterday cut its forecast for South Africa's economic growth in 2019 to a pedestrian 1.2% and a modest 1.5% in 2020. Both of those down 0.2% from projections made just six months ago. It ascribes the drop to quote, modestly reduced but continuing policy uncertainty after the May 2019 election, unquote. The downgrade was in line with a generally pessimistic tone in the IMF's annual World Economic Outlook report, which was released yesterday, where the institution's economists cut global economic growth to 3.3% from 3.5% in January and 3.7% projection made last October. The IMF says falling global growth is a result of trade tensions between the U.S. and China and a fall in business confidence, plus tightening financial conditions and greater policy uncertainty in many economies. Debenhams, the 241-year-old British retailer whose initial boost came from dominating the sale of family mourning clothes during the strict Victorian era, yesterday attended its own funeral. The company was put into bankruptcy administration as creditors took control of the operations. Its London Stock Exchange listed shares, worth almost £100 each three years ago, are now worthless. Creditors say the existing shares will be cancelled today and £100 million in debt that is owed to these creditors by the company will be converted into fresh equity to keep the operating businesses afloat. This news was greeted with fury by colourful entrepreneur Mike Ashley, whose 400-store Sports Direct company will lose the £150 million that it paid to acquire 29% of Debenham's shares. Ashley had proposed a number of rescue plans, all of which required him to be installed as the chief executive at Debenham's, but creditors repeatedly rejected those plans. Ashley is a billionaire who left school at 16 and best known for his ownership of the Premier League club Newcastle United. Last year, he bought another venerable but bankrupted department store retailer, House of Fraser. One of the world's big three ratings agencies, S&P, yesterday left South Africa's credit score unchanged at two levels below investment grade. It set a stable outlook based on expectations that the ANC will continue with policy reforms after the May the 8th election. S&P analyst Gardner Rusica said the best-case scenario for the country would be for the ANC to win the election and to continue with economic restructuring that it had started. In response, South African President Cyril Ramaphosa told wine farmers in Stellenbosch that he was disappointed S&P did not upgrade the rating but predicted that the agency would soon have reason to do so. South African share prices lost a little ground yesterday with the JSE's overall index closing a quarter of a percent lower. It was dragged down by a 4% drop in the price of heavyweight Richemont after analysts at Credit Suisse downgraded the stock to underperform. The analysts are negative on Cartier Jewelry, which delivers 54% of Richemont's profit and cautioned that Chinese demand for luxury goods is also falling. Credit Suisse has set a target price for Richmond at 8.5% below yesterday's lower closing price. 
At the other end of the scale, Brimstone's share price jumped 17% after traders absorbed the benefits it will have from Tiger's unbundling of Oceana. Chemicals group Omnia was another feature with a 6% gain. Retailers Mr. Price and ShopRite rose just under 3% yesterday and spa by 1.3% and that followed a solid trading statement released the day before by competitor Pick and Pay. Pharma group Aspen broke a losing streak with a 1.5% rebound. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio!